Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. All right, on today's show, we're going to explore Instagram's new spam fighting strategy, which hopefully will be freeing up marketers time from having to try and deal with all of these random DMs. Also new reels features that can help you make better videos in less time, always a good thing, and a new way to reach even more people with every piece of content that you put out. All right, my name is Jerry Potter, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a production from Social Media Examiner, where we break down all of the latest social media news and what it means from marketers or for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Today, I'm joined by Natasha Pierre. Natasha is a video marketing coach, educator, speaker, and creator. She hosts the Shine Online podcast and has a number of courses, including storytelling strategies for Instagram Reels. Natasha, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me, Jerry. Excited to dive right on in. Yeah. So first thing we're going to talk about is this expansion of Instagram collaborations. And let me know if I'm getting this right. This is basically where more than one person can release a piece of content together. Can you kind of talk through that and then what this expansion is? Yes, absolutely. So previously, essentially what you could do, whether you're posting to the feed or you're posting a reel, instead of just tagging an account, you could actually collaboratively create an account or create a post or a reel. And essentially (laughs) that would be posted to both feeds, both grids, and be shared with both audiences. And so initially you could only add one collaborator. So a post could be with two people, but now you can add up to three collaborators. So instead of just be limiting to one, you now can essentially have a piece of content that has four different people that are collaboratively posting it and sharing it. So Pretty exciting feature. Yeah. Have you done collaborations in the past? Yes, I have. I've done them for reels. I've done them for feed posts. They're great for a lot of different reasons, whether you're wanting to literally co-create a piece of content with someone, which is great for reaching new people, but also really great if maybe you have two different audiences or two different accounts. Maybe you're a founder and you have your Mm -hmm. brand and you want to cross post 
post on both of those or even for brands where maybe they have like a women's section and a men's section and a home section, they can kind of cross promote on all their accounts. So there's kind of a lot of creative uses for it. And if somebody wanted to collaborate, like if I wanted to collaborate with you, I would basically add you to it, but you'd still have to approve it, right? People can't just like, yes. you know, t- with tags, you get a lot of the spam. Yes, definitely. It does not allow for spam. Essentially, just like you would go and tag someone to be tagged on the post, instead of tagging them, you would invite them to be a collaborator. So once the initial kind of posts of the post, that kind of rhymes, posts it on their feed, then that next person can actually accept or decline and they'll get that request request in their DMs, and then they'll also see the request on post. So another thing that they are expanding now is subscriptions on Instagram. And this is the ability for somebody to essentially get access to additional content for a couple bucks a month or five bucks a month. And so this is rolling out to more people. What have you seen with uh, subscriptions so far? There's such a great way to make money off Instagram, right? They were created for creators, but they can get so many different types of business. Maybe if you're a product brand and you want to give out exclusive sales or details or inside to new badges. So there's really a lot of different ways that you can create a subscription that make the most sense for your community, but also different ways that you want to monetize. And so what are some of the things that you've seen people doing behind the paywall? Because you'd mentioned that you've subscribed to a couple kind of to see what it's all about. Yes, definitely. So one creators that I was a part of, she would share exclusive stories with kind of behind the scenes of her business, extra insights, tips, even exclusive Q&As, and would even do regular occurring lives. And then also there would be a subscription highlight where all of those stories would be saved, but you could go to any time. Another one that I thought was a really creative use is actually a local blogger to my area, a food blogger for Tampa, where I where I live. And you could subscribe and actually get exclusive deals to restaurants and different vendors throughout the month. So it's kind of like a win-win of like some more supporting those small businesses, but being able to get kind of like an exclusive, like a BOGO on burgers or something like that. And then I've also seen other educators essentially have a broadcast channel where you can just subscribe to be a part of that conversation where they're sharing additional insights and tips and exclusives. So a lot of really awesome ways to connect with your creators in like a deeper way or even brands and businesses. I love the idea that you said about being, you know, doing stories just for your subscribers and then archiving those in highlights. And so if I was subscribed to a channel that did that, I just couldn't see those highlights on their profile unless I was a subscriber. Yes, exactly. That's cool. That's some really cool functionality. All right. Reels, of course, are still a great opportunity on Instagram and they are making it easier to make more videos, better videos in less time, which we'll talk about here in just a second. By the way, if you are tired of spending hours creating content on Instagram, because it can be very time consuming, you can discover how AI tools, this is going to be so cool, can speed up your content creation process. We've got an online marketing mastery workshop coming up on Thursday, August 10th. And you can learn from expert Nikki Saunders on how to create stunning reels, stories, and more in no time. You can sign up right now at socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery. This is a brand new workshop because AI is changing every 10 seconds, right? So again, sign up at socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery. So some new reels updates to speed up the process. And a lot of this is around templates. So what are the new things that Instagram is giving us to do with reels? Yes. So they're trying to just make it easier to create reels content. And so now it'll be a lot easier to actually discover templates. So there's going to be a lot easier to search and browse different templates that you 
you can discover. And there's also the ability to just use and customize templates in different ways. So not only before templates was just like how the different video clips were organized in a reel and what audio it was, but now there's you're able to really get unique with it with AR features, text transitions, all those types of things they're starting to roll out. So you can just save even more time with how you're using the templates that you're choosing to create with. I remember in the beginning with templates, it was kind of like, okay, how do you find templates? And one of the easiest ways was, well, open the feed and just keep yeah. swiping until you see something you like. And then you'll see it at the bottom. So it's neat that they're expanding this. I wanted to ask you too, this came out a little while ago, but there's a lot of discussion around this ability to download Instagram reels. And if we go back to the TikTok. This was a big part of how they grew, right? People would download the TikToks and they'd text them out and things like that. And so that's why Instagram's doing this. And I think it's still only in the United States. But what do you recommend for people? Do you recommend leaving that setting on, which it is by default, or turning it off? Or what have you done with your business? Yeah, I think it's really tough because there's a pros and cons list. And I think it's important to look at both for your own strategy and make the decision from there. The benefit is that you can distribute it and get discovered with your content on a bunch of different types of platforms or even having people repost and offer credit. But then on the other side of that, there is the danger of someone reposting your content and not offering credit. I know that's happened a lot to me as a creator. And so I really think that for me, I ideally don't want the masses resharing my content. But I definitely do think that the intent behind the feature is really great. So it's kind of hard to choose. There's definitely benefits, but definitely obvious cons from allowing it to happen. Yeah, that, I mean, that's and that sucks for anybody that that happens to. There, there was an incident, well, I don't know, I call it an incident, but I kind of laugh at it a couple of years ago on my YouTube channel where a guy basically took one of my videos and claimed it as his own. And then he sent me a link, like he was proud of it. Like, hey, look what I right. did. Like, I think he was trying to help. And I'm like, that's, just, uh, okay, yeah. never mind. I'm not yeah. going to worry about kind it. Kind of copying. Yeah, <laughs> I fall into the exposure as exposure camp because my face is on most of it anyway, even if they try to strip out logos and things like that. But yeah. I can see, especially if you're creating stuff that is not based on a personal brand, you and I do, where it's like, oh, that might be worth going in and, and turning off for sure as you're uploading. Definitely. So, so we talked earlier about fighting spam on Instagram. And for anyone who falls into certain categories, whether you've got a big following or it's worse for women, I'm sure the amount of spammy DMs that you get are massive. And so this is the update. And I want to know kind of what you think about this. So they just announced this, that moving forward, if you don't follow somebody, so basically, if I don't follow you, then you can only send me one message and it's only text-based. So no voice recordings, no videos, no images. And then they can't send anything else until you acknowledge and say, oh yeah, it's okay for this person to DM me. So Based on the spam that you deal with, what kind of impact do you think that's going to have? Yeah, I mean, I think it will make a small dent, but I think we all know that spammy accounts often multiply and create a lot of different spammy accounts. So I think it will make somewhat of an impact. I definitely being very specific of they can only send text because I know when I sometimes get random videos or voice messages or photos from people that I don't know, it's definitely a lot less likely that I'm actually going to read it or go through it. I also do think there is this element 
element of community management where sometimes there might be a brand and the idea that I could send a DM, they don't get to it, they decline it, and then I can never connect with a brand again for customer service or things like that. So I think when it's done intentionally from the people that are going through those requests and accepting or declining them of like, okay, let's make sure we're for sure saying no to the things that are spammy, but that we are accepting the things that are community members and possibly customers, I think it can hopefully make a little bit of an impact for cleaning up the DMs just a little. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people's accounts, anything will help, right? Anything can make a difference. (laughs) So I want to talk real quick about Instagram threads. And actually, last week, we did an entire show just on Instagram threads. But since you spent a lot of time on Instagram, have you hopped on to threads? Okay. Yes. Yes, okay. And so what are your impressions so far with threads and what's working with that so far? Yes. So far, I think it's really important to be not only just a creator, creating really great content that is connecting with people. Maybe it's educational or entertaining and it's really leaning into your brand voice and essentially giving you a new way to connect with your current community, but also get discovered with new people while the app is new and it's a lot easier to get discovered. But I also think that it's a really important place that you also want to be contributing to content because it is a conversational platform at the end of the day. And I honestly think the brands and the creators that are able to contribute really intentionally and really well to content that's already existing are actually going to see a lot of great results from it. So for me, I've been using it as a platform to kind of connect and share more of my interests and more personal things about myself, but also sharing tips and education and hot takes related to what I do. And I think that's been a really great mix to help me connect with people that are already a part of my Instagram community, since of course it integrates so well, but also a way that I've been able to get discovered by new people. So that's kind of been my strategy so far. And I think that's one that we can hopefully all adapt as we're kind of still treading the waters of like threads has been a month old. It's still so new. Yeah. Well, and I love that you talked about contributing and, you know, and that can be obviously posting original stuff or can just be engaging with other stuff. And one of the things that I've seen so often, you know, if we think about Meta's recommendation engine and what they're showing to you from people that you don't follow, the main thing that I'm seeing in my feed, and you tell me if you've seen the same, is I'm seeing content that people I follow have commented on. Is that kind of the same of what you've been seeing? Yes, definitely. And that's why I think being a contributor is actually a really great way to grow and get discovered on threads. Because if you're able to be a part of other conversations, you're able to find new threads and new people are able to find you from that thread. So it kind of creates like a web of threads, right? Which allows it to be a great platform for growth and connection and engagement all around. So that's definitely something I've seen as well. So the technology obviously keeps getting better and better. We were talking about AI a few minutes ago. And so it's interesting to see what all of the social media platforms are doing now. But one of them is Instagram is testing automatically adding product tags to some of the content. So it's kind of like if you were already talking about a product, it would automatically tag the product, which could be amazing for marketers of these products. So what have you, like, how does this work from your understanding? Because I know it's new and it's still rolling up. What have you seen around this so far? Definitely. So I've kind of seen something similar in action with feed posts specifically. So if you post something with a product or like a clothing item that it will automatically identify that product and the brand it's from and where people can shop from it. So now essentially that's available on stories, which I feel like on stories, it's even more valuable because that's usually 
usually where your warmest leads are. And it makes it really easy for when you're talking about a product for people to shop on it. So essentially you post something and Instagram is really stinking smart and can tell exactly what that product is and what the brand is. And if that brand is using shopping on Instagram, which we can assume they are, you can shop directly right within the app. So this is really great, of course, for brands. But I think the even bigger benefit is when creators or customers are posting products that they use and and recommend. Because if I'm sharing my favorite clothing item, I'm automatically getting suggested the tag versus maybe I wouldn't have linked to it or tagged to it before. So it really makes sure that not only you're getting those shares, but that people are actually easily able to convert and buy whatever it is that people are sharing. So it'll suggest the product tag in the upload process. Yes, exactly. Okay, interesting. Have you seen anything that you're kind of blown away that it even identified? Like, how did they know it's a plain yellow shirt or anything like that? I find that it's best with clothing. I haven't seen it work really well with like home items or anything like that, which isn't something I post a lot of anyway. So that could be why. But for the most part, it's pretty accurate, which I think is really interesting. I love technology. And so when technology freaks me out, it's a big, like it's a big step. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh my God, how did they know? So occasionally that kind of stuff will happen. And so I could totally see that with this. So, well, if you are looking to speed up your uh, Instagram content creation, quick reminder, we're going to be teaching this marketing mastery workshop presenting this coming up on August 10th. And you can sign up right now at socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery brand new. So, you know, all of the AI stuff will be up to date socialmediaexaminer.com slash marketing mastery. Natasha, where can we find more about you? Yes. So you can definitely connect with me over on social media at Shine with Natasha and all the places, Instagram, threads, YouTube. And then you also can connect over on my podcast, the Shine Online podcast. I actually recently just did an episode all about threads and kind of my perspective, how I'm integrating with video. So that could definitely be a great place to listen in. All right. And a couple other podcasts we have for you to check out the social media marketing podcast with Michael Stelzner, as well as the marketing agency show you You can search for those in your favorite podcasting app. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.